All right. Well, thank you for joining us for this edition of the Shantae Golson Show. I am Shantae Golson, and I am an, am an American entrepreneur as well as an executive coach assisting those in C-suite and above, as well as CEOs, uh, tools and strategies to help them to prevent burnout or overcome burnout. We have a special guest today, and her name is Elizabeth. We'll get more in tune with who Elizabeth is at this particular point. So Elizabeth, a company is Absolute Marketing. And so she has a podcast as well, the Absolute Marketing Podcast. Now, one thing about uh, Elizabeth is she has a specialty and her background in this specialty is helping entrepreneurs build their marketing strategies. She takes one year of strategy and develops it within five business days. Quite interesting. We're going to hear more about that today. So uh, she's an international speaker as well as a, a successful entrepreneur, as well as an expert marketing with more than 20 years of experience. Audience, I want to encourage you to Pick up your coffee, pick up your tea, turn off the radio, turn off the TV, and let's tune in to uh, our special guest, Elizabeth. Welcome, Elizabeth. How are you today? I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. We appreciate you for being here. So you have an uh, innovative approach, you state, that helps those who are overwhelmed in their business. You help them, as well as nonprofits, to uh, prevent burnout or at least help them in such a way that they will not... Uh, feel like they've fallen by the wayside, especially in their marketing. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So a lot of people that own businesses or people that are in marketing, we spend so much time just running after the next shiny object. And so my approach about creating all of your marketing for an entire year in five days helps you to get all of it done and take that off your plate for the year so that you're not constantly running after that shiny object. You actually can focus on what your clients need from you in marketing and give them that in little drips throughout the year because all that underlying content that we've created in those five days is now running for you. It's automated. And I feel like automation really can help prevent burnout in a number of areas, especially marketing. Yeah, I agree. So when you work with your, your clients and you help them to accomplish this five-day innovative approach for a one-year period, how do you see them physically as well as, I guess, emotionally feeling relieved or clear? Can you tell us a little bit about what you notice on a greater consensus of your clients once they're finished with this process? I have I do a video every single time I'm finished with a project and usually the person is kind of tired you know we've spent five days three days whatever those number of days are on their marketing they've they've really spent a lot of effort on that they've given all they're all for it and they're a little tired looking but they they say they're so relieved and they feel like they've accomplished so much that they never could have accomplished on their own because they didn't know the formulas but now they do they are ready for next year. They know they can do this because now they've had that win. They've had that accomplishment. And they realize that it's not as big and scary of a thing as, you know, it's kind of made out to be or that we put it in our minds as. And I think that sometimes also leads to our emotional state being deteriorated when we start large projects or when we're thinking about starting large projects that can lead to procrastination and burnout. Mm -hmm. So what? So prior to the project, how do you find your clients uh, being emotionally or uh, do they 
share that they're afraid? Do they share that they don't know what they're doing, lack of confidence? Kind of talk to me about that. Usually they're frazzled, they're disorganized, they, they've told me they feel like they don't even know that this is possible, they, they have a lot of doubt in themselves um, as, you know, as a business owner that they can do this kind of marketing, that they can market themselves well. And, and I see a lot of that, and, and when I see that, it just breaks my heart because I know they are capable of this. I can see it in them. And so you know, I try to make sure that during the process, that we're not only just doing marketing, right? We're creating all these automations, but we're actually working on their mindset because if we can get them from disorganized and feeling, you know, doubtful and having all these, you know, anxiety, this anxiety over marketing, if we can get them away from that, then they can actually be better business owners. They can be better parents. They can be better, you know, wives and husbands. And so I try to make sure that not only are we working on marketing, but we're working on mindset as well. Okay. All right. So a lot of so just kind of piggybacking, you hear disorganization or you see disorganization. If you go into their office, I know we talked offline, you go to their office, but you're also doing meetings with them, virtual meetings as well. So your service is not limited to in person. Okay. So when we talk about what is absolute marketing. We can pick the words and define them, but how do you define absolute marketing? Well, I've developed formulas for myself over the years to really create those pieces in really short amounts of time. So I create a connected brand in a day where we really find out who you are, what you do, and who you serve. And mm -hmm. if we can answer those three questions, that brand is done. Then we move on to the website that is the website that converts. You know, go to a lot of websites, they don't really do much for you. You kind of leave and go to the next one. So we really want to grab people and make them realize that we have a lot of info for them to stay on the website mm -hmm. and then also provide them with that service. And then we work on the social media. This is the big one. This is the one that probably sticks on most people. They really get frustrated with this and it can cause a ton of anxiety and burnout later on as they do it because you're constantly on your phone, you're constantly checking things, wondering what to write and this eliminates all of that anxiety. So the algorithm proof social media is an entire day, 365 posts in a day for the whole year, you're done. That's a post a day. And then we create blogs for a year that are based on your SEO and really grabbing the attention of Google for your website. And then the fifth day is about engaged email marketing. You know, a lot of people think email is dead. It's not. And so we really focus on that piece for that. And this is not something that, you know, I have this magic formula and no one can know it. I teach this stuff all the time. I talk about it on podcasts. So there's a lot of actionable steps that a person can take today that they could take away and actually start this process for themselves. Okay, so it is possible for everybody to do this uh, with a Absolutely. little guidance. Do they need to know, it, or how important is it to know at least your message before they meet you? How important is that? I actually work on the message and the branding. I believe that messaging is a part of branding. And I've had people come to me with, well, I got a logo. It's, it's good, right? That's good enough. No, it's, it's really a lot more than a logo. A brand is really the soul of your company. It's the essence of your company. And if we can divine that and figure that out while we're sitting together in a day, which normally I do, then that gives you such a great foundation to complete all the other steps, your website, your social, and your blogging, et cetera. So we have to, I usually tell people, when we start together, we're probably going to work on brand first to get that message down. A lot of people say, well, I need to work on this first, or I need to work on that first. This is designed so that you can actually sit down and do all of this in the five days during the entire week, 
and then be done for the whole year. And you don't have to prep anything. I don't give my students homework. I don't give them prep sheets. They come as they are, and we start from the point where they are, and we get them to the end, to you know the finish line by the end of the week. When we talk about messaging, messaging is very important. I think that for uh, entrepreneurs who maybe are freshly starting and then maybe those that have been very seasoned and just haven't changed with the times also have difficulties with uh, their message. You know, sometimes messages, while we know what we're good at, it's hard to articulate that. And so uh, if you were to give messaging, hmm, a two-word Let's see here, emphasis, essence, or, or a two-worded that will say, that's what really messaging is all about. What would that be? I would say it really is the soul of your company. Soul and of- you have, yeah, you have to go for that heart piece. You know, who are you? And, and not just who are you, we, we are, you know, I'm absolute marketing, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's just words, right? Like you said, you can divine those words. But the, the soul of your company is what who you are as a person, your heart on your website, right? Telling people, I'm doing this. If, if I didn't get paid for this, I'd probably still do it. A lot of entrepreneurs feel that way. I would do this because I love it. I would do this for my family members. I would do this for my friends. And so we have to really articulate that. And if we can get that across, whatever words we use to create that message or whatever, you know, whatever visuals we need to use to create that message, that is the brand. That's the entire brand. So if we can basically explain to someone why we would do something pretty much for free, even though we don't want to, right? Because we're entrepreneurs. (laughs) Then we can really get that message across. Yeah. See, my particular message is I am equipped to help the heart heal. And when people hear that, what do you mean by that? Right? So it's kind of something that edges somebody to inquire more, right? Inquire. Absolutely. Yeah. So would you say that that's the best view or approach of a message? Or would you say really the messages about something else is it is it is it is an elevator speech or is it something more than that it's more than that you know you can say i have a, a logo i have some colors i you know have a mission statement and those are all parts of a brand but really i feel like the message is the brand it's it's the whole thing it's how you look at it visually uh verbally and then you have your, all of your words as well so I think that if you can get across and the essence of who you are, what you do, and who you share it with, and really communicate that as simply as possible, like you just said, you just you just had a very simple sentence that people are like, I feel connected to that in some way, whether it's because I'm curious, whether it's because I know I might need that deep down. Mm. That's what we want to do is draw that person in with a very simple line, and, and it should connect with them emotionally in some way. You know, I say my message is, that I help entrepreneurs create a year's worth of marketing in five days. The way that I connect emotionally is when someone hears that, they go, oh my gosh, if only I could do that. If only that was possible. And so they have this emotional connection to it. So even though I'm not using emotional words, like you are using the word heart and things like that, then it doesn't matter. It's about how that person connects to it emotionally. And that's how you know who your true audience is. Okay. Right. So we're talking about helping businesses not only become comfortable with their message, understand what they're doing, understand their message that they give to the world. Um, What else does it do for business owners? Because remember, 
we know that when we do business to business, it's about how do we make the business a profit, right? That's just point blank period. You know, how do we make them profit? How do we make them more confident, especially the small businesses? So what are the ways does your message help business owners? Well, when you have a solid message, you're actually bringing in and connecting with the right people. So you stop wasting time on the people who really don't connect with that message. You stop getting those people coming to you, wasting your time, asking you tons of questions, and then going, yeah, never mind, you know. And then also you're connecting with people who maybe they don't have the money or maybe they're not ready for you, but they'll figure it out because they're that in tune with your message. Um, mm -hmm. And I think also that when you have a simple and clear message, it can also give you clarity when you're explaining it to, you know, doing a pitch or when you're standing up in front of a group of people or you're speaking, it can get other people in tune with it. Even though they might not be your client, they can now articulate it to someone else. So that grows your network wider and gets you actually to bring you more clients that are the right ones for you. Yeah, because we're talking about 365 days in five days. How is that practically done? What, what practical level does the individual or you as the uh, guidance have to be on? Well, that is, for the social media, we do 365 days. And that is something that I developed where, you know what, we're not afraid of the algorithm. And a lot of people play to the algorithm when they create social media. They try and beat it. They try and game it. But what I try and do with it is I throw it out the window. Because as small businesses, as entrepreneurs, we're not using Facebook or Instagram because they tell us to. We're using it because we want to use it for our clients. And we want to serve our clients or our potential clients in a certain way that they need to be served. And yeah. Facebook and Instagram, they don't know those things. They don't understand that part of what we do. And so we just throw out the algorithm. And we know that when we post something today, the right people will see it. And when we post something tomorrow, the right people will see it. Whether the algorithm thwarts us or not, it doesn't matter because we're going to continually show up. We're going to continually be out there and be consistent. And that's the, the hardest thing for most entrepreneurs is consistency. So when we sit down and we create the strategy in the first couple of hours, and then we actually write, design, and schedule those posts within the next few hours, it's done. And that consistency is like instantaneously there. And that gives an entrepreneur so much relief. I've seen people just like be so relieved and like be so excited that now they're not going to have to sit there every day, every week and go, what do I write? What do I write? Their strategy has been done and it's all been done as an overview. So we're not sitting there doing a month at a time wondering, did I write that last month? Did I say the same thing last month? We've seen the overview and now we've done all of it at the same time. So now they don't have to worry about that consistency anymore. What strategies can you share with us? I know you said earlier that you don't mind sharing some strategies. What, how can you help us to pick up from this point of hearing your message and doing something different that will convert? So a lot of entrepreneurs do not sell themselves through social media. They have, they're afraid to. And I found this a lot that they post all these other things and they might post like one thing a month or one thing every couple of months because they're afraid this 80-20 rule has been drilled into them and they can't post any sales. They don't want to be salesy. I actually recommend that you write a one to two sales posts for every service or product that you have. Let's say you have five services, like, you know, I have five services. I might write five or ten posts. Short, 
to the point with my link that goes directly to that service, right? So it's very short, very quick. It might take me less than an hour to write all of these posts, maybe 10 posts, and then I'm going to put them into my scheduler. I use a, a schedule called Social Pilot. It's amazing. And I'm going to put them in my scheduler, and I'm going to repeat them. If I do 10, every 10 weeks. And people say, why are you repeating posts? People have already seen that. 10 weeks from now, you're not going to remember what post I posted today versus 10 weeks from now. So, and you've also got new people that have come into your life, into your sphere, and they're going to be new and they're going to say, wow, that's a great post. So repeating your post in sales is like no big deal. So once a week, you should post a sales post and it should be a different post every week for how many ever weeks you have and then repeat them again. And you'll get, at, you know, an hour's worth of your time. You've now gotten 52 weeks of posts for, let's say, Thursday. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, and, and so when we talk about, because we were talking about messaging, now we're talking about posting, and then we also talked about automation. So how does a listener get started today with them understanding this process? We hear you. There may be somebody, I hear you. Sounds pretty easy, but when I turn this podcast off, I am going to sit at my computer and how do I get started? Well, I offer a lot of free resources on my website, but I think the easiest thing to do is to look at your marketing and start breaking it down into tiny little pieces, just like we did with that social media post. Mm -hmm. We want to make sales, right? So we break it down into a small piece. We know that we can make it repeatable. We know that we can expand that small piece out to 52 weeks. So if you sit down and you break your marketing into the five pieces I've stated, so you've got brand on one day, website, social, email marketing and blogging. So if you break down that each one day and you focus on each of those for one day, you could do all of your marketing for a year in five days. Um, and like I said, I have a lot of resources on my site. I break down my processes and give those out. Um, but it really is something where you have to sit down and break it down for each day and then each day break it down even further and say, what can I do for Thursdays? What can I do for Tuesdays? Or in my messaging, how can I break my message down into who I am, what I do and who I share it with. So breaking those pieces down really helps a lot. So I imagine for some people, and probably, you know, you when you first got started, there was a challenge, right? Easy I hear, break it down. Easy I hear, break it down. And by being a marketer myself, I understand that while you have good intentions, things just don't flow well. It could be for a whole lot of reasons. Uh, challenges of time management, challenges of not understanding what's important in your business versus, so it's a lot of challenges. So how do we, your current customers or clients, how do you help them to overcome the, the challenges practically, realistically, and how does removing those challenges really get them in that zone of being able to do this independently? Because at some point they're going to do it themselves, right? Yes, absolutely. So I'll tell you a little secret about my about me. I am a marketer. I have been for many years. And I have worked with other marketers. I have hired other marketers because I firmly believe that coaches need coaches, marketers need marketers. When we are looking at something and we're having those challenges, it's because we are so close to it. I've had that problem myself. I've had to hire outside help to help me. And I really feel like in order to break through that first barrier, 
really, if you've been trying and you've been hitting that wall and those challenges are like looming, looming, and they're really stressing you out, <laughs> then what I really recommend is to hire a person, to bring on that third person, that, that set of eyes that's not yours. Because mm -hmm. I've had to do that in my business, and you know, I'm, I'm a marketer, you know, I do all this stuff myself. But at the same time, to break through that first major challenge in order so I could get my mind right, so I could get my mindset off of, this is so difficult, I don't know what I'm doing, you know, because I was so close to it, she so helped me to break through that and ask me the right questions. And now, since I've worked with her, which was many years ago, I've been able to see it differently because she helped me see it differently, and now I can do it on my own. So that's kind of what I do for my clients, but I really recommend anybody that you have around you that maybe is good at this stuff or is good at that coaching aspect of, of whatever it is that you do, get them to just sit with you and say, Ask, ask you questions and, and give you that feedback because we look at something all, so much and we're like, I can't see it anymore. It just looks like a blob, right? We yeah. just get too close to it. So I definitely recommend bringing in that third person, an outside party, whether it's a friend, a mom, you know, a coach, a marketer, and having them share with you their insights into what you're doing so you can go, oh, I didn't see it that way. And that breaks all those barriers down and those challenges almost seem to melt away. Mm -hmm. And to your point, these are things that I have implemented uh, some time ago as well. For an example, I do outsource, right, uh, my posting. I do uh, because I have a lot that I do. I have multiple companies and things of that particular sort, but I make sure that they understand my message and what's going on, and I do approve those particular things. Secondly, automation is the key. It really is, um, and I have been automated, and I use a tool as well. Um, I'm going to check out the tool that you just stated and see uh, if I like that better. And then uh, just thirdly, I have appointed days, just like you were saying, appointed days for certain things. So I, my, uh, my Monday is for marketing, marketing Monday, right? That's right. <laughs> marketing Monday. Uh, and that's everything to do with marketing. And I had to find out by trial and error what that really meant. For an example, you may think creating your post, setting up your post, and releasing your post at certain times is marketing. That is true. Yeah, it's easy to see that. But what about those that are working with you on marketing? Would it be easy to see, okay, I need to have meetings with them on this day, because if I have meetings with them on Tuesday, because Tuesday is talk day for me. So I, I have all of my days right, set for a certain point. So initially, talking to my uh, staff on marketing wasn't what was in my mind. I said, no, this is for me to sit down and do the things that I can do, but I later on understood that delegation is the key here uh, because these are things that I have to do as long as they understand where I'm coming from, right? I need to preserve my energy. I need to preserve my time only for things that I can do, okay? So what can Shantae do alone and alone Shantae, okay? Because nobody can come up and climb on the creativity, right? Nobody can do that. Right. But, so we're really talking about what? The importance of really focusing on things on certain days to maintain the the not only the continuation of it, but not getting burned out, not getting tired, because this can be tiresome, especially if you don't know 
what you don't know. <laughs> and Absolutely. It comes with trial and error. What are some of your trial and errors regarding marketing that you, you've learned and kind of overcame? Well, the first one was definitely trying to parse this out into days where you spend two or three hours at the beginning of the month or you spend two or three hours at the beginning of the week and trying to do it the way everyone tells you to do it and not finding my own way to do it, my own version. You know, I, I've been through all the processes. I've been through all of the, you know, download this freebie and get your marketing right and all that. And I found that I was following too many people all at once and I was getting confused and that was really frustrating because I would download this thing and then try that thing and, and it was just all different methodologies and I just realized that it's not going to work. So right. I needed to focus on one person and, and really just follow that person and in the process of that, I didn't really find a person that was it would work for me. So I said, you know what? I'm going to make my own process and see if it works. And that's where, you know, absolute marketing came from. But I, I do hear a lot of people come to me and they say, I'm confused. I tried this. I tried that. And I say, you have to focus on one person. And some people want to come to me and say, well, I want to just cherry pick this from you and cherry pick this from that person. And I've said, you know what? Pick one person and follow them, whether it's me, whether it's someone else, because otherwise you're going to get definitely confused. So I've seen that as, a, as, an, as an error people make as well. But I, I kind of go back to you have three things you can, you can expend, time, effort, and money. Yeah. And like you were mentioning, that delegation, you're paying a little bit for that, but it's giving you back time and effort. Yeah. Those are things that really money can't buy, right? That's just kind of a thing that we can't buy more time. We've only got so much of it. So if we can exchange our time for money for with, with someone else, you know, and let them take over that time for us so we have ours back, that's really what I believe is the most important. And if you can take your five days, like you said, give yourself time to focus on one thing at a time. It helps your brain. It helps your mindset. It helps your creativity and just your overall health, I believe, you can take that one day and focus, then you could get all this stuff done and you can go so much faster because your mind is dealing with one thing at a time rather than jumping from piece to piece to piece all the time. Yeah. And it really automation and, and delegation gives me an opportunity for self-care as well. Now, so for an example, um, I've shared with the audience multiple times that I'm a medical provider as well. So when I'm working with patients outside of the executive coaching clients, I have to be equipped in a different way. Um, and so with that being stated on these, on these days, Monday, Tuesday, da, 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 what I incorporate is self-care time. Every single day, I incorporate self-care time. It rejuvenates my mind. It helps me to get ready for the positions and the things that I have to do. And somebody may say, well, what is that? I, I'm a movie buff. <laughs> like, I'm a movie buff. Like, I will do some work and cut work off and watch me a movie. Point blank, period, I will. Well, it's easy to do. Okay, I'm the boss. I get that. I get that as well. <laughs> but, it, but it's my self-care. I, I schedule it. I make it happen. Does it make sense? I uh, love that. I love that. Because of one aspect of preventing burnout is making sure that you're taking care of yourself. You can't take care of others if you don't take care of yourself. And, and your thing may not be a movie. 
It may not be a movie. It may be going to take a walk. It may be going skating. It may be going, I don't know, to the clothing store. It may be calling a friend in Australia. We don't know. But self-care is very important. That is the number one rule of burnout prevention, self-care. And a lot of entrepreneurs and leaders, I'm too busy. I can't do it. I don't see how that's realistic. All I know is going to work. That's what you're supposed to do. Eh, that's because that's tradition. And I no longer, after 20 years, I no longer wanted to fall in tradition anymore. <laughs> I didn't want to fall in tradition. My work is too hard if I don't have relief. It's too hard. So what do you do for self-care? Well, I love to travel and I will book a weekend away, a, a night away, something, even if it's, it's just driving an hour, even if it's driving you know, 30 minutes away. It's, it's, you know, it's worth it to me to take the drive, take a little bag, go and sit on a beach somewhere, go and sit in the mountains, go and do something where it's not my office. <laughs> it's not my home. Right. And I can get out of that mindset and be somewhere completely different. You know, we'll go see my husband's family. They live like three hours away and we'll stay at a, a regular old hotel, but it's a different environment. We're with different people. And so even just something small as that, you know, and seeing my in-laws and, and just going somewhere else, doing something else, like I said, even for a night, I'll drive two hours to where I'm near Orlando, and I'll just go and book myself like a play. There's usually plays and belt the kinds of things down there. Have a nice dinner, see a play, stay the night, come home. Like it is something so simple. But it really does give me that something to look forward to while I'm working because I know it's coming up maybe in two weeks or three weeks. But also it gives me that relief, like you said, that respite. Even if it's in the middle of the week, sometimes I'll go on like a Tuesday, you know, and, and things are cheaper, which is nice. Yeah. But it's just something different. Um, and I can book more of those in a year than say, oh, I got a two-week vacation coming up. I got to spend all the time at once and hope I get my good vacation in and then wait a whole year for it to come around again, I'm looking at this as a weekend away, a night away to give myself that respite so that there's continual care going on, like you said, every day or something like that. I'm, I'm looking at like once a month I'm doing this, you know, just something short, something sweet that adds up to like two weeks of vacation, but I'm taking it over time and it really does give me that boost I need in the middle of each month or at the end of each month. Yeah, I had a supervisor once, years, 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 years ago, really long, long years. <laughs> and I used to say, why in the world is she always gone every three months? Clockwork, every three months. And she was older. And I think I asked her one time and she says, this is my system, right? This is my system for me to get away mm -hmm. every three months, a vacation every three months. And as I got older, I understood the importance of that. So guys, we're talking about how do you prevent burnout? You got all these duties, you got all these tasks. How do you prevent it? Well, you put things in place that will help you to manage your mood, help you to manage your energy, help you to manage your, your, your life, your personal life, because you have to deal with personal life and professional life. And so taking time, taking breaks. I know that executives sometimes hate taking breaks because it's looked upon in the culture as being lazy. No, it's not. It's taking care of yourself. I would encourage you to take your two 15-minute breaks, your 30, your one-hour lunch, and if you can take some more breaks without getting in trouble. I would encourage this, guys. Our energy level 
is depending on it. If you are drained and taxed, you will be, uh, you would have poor performance. You would have a poor attitude. You will be irritable, but the list goes on and on. So that's why we're really talking about this. Yeah, we're talking about marketing, but in marketing, it's a part of our task that we have to do every single month. Let's make sure that we're taking care of one another. Elizabeth, I appreciate you being here. Where can we find you on social media? You can find me, uh, you can type in Absolute Marketing in any of the social medias and find me there. You can also find all the links at getabsolutemarketing.com. Okay, and where's your uh, podcast, Made to Stick? Great marketing. Uh, no, that's your book, actually. So tell us about your book uh, very briefly. That's a book that I actually recommend. It's an awesome marketing book. It's called Made to Stick. And I read it, and it was, it was awesome. It has such great, simple tools for people to use. So I love, I love recommending that book. Okay. All right. And then you also have a podcast, right? Yes, absolutemarketingpodcast.com. And it's on iTunes and pretty much all of the different platforms you listen to, to podcasts on. All right. Well, thank you again for being here. We want to close out the show. And Shantae Golson show is available for you every Tuesday and Thursday. Don't forget to go to Shantae Golson International on YouTube where you literally can see the video uh, podcast of this and see our faces and, and what we're talking about our expressions. And so make it a great day, uh, entrepreneurs and executives. Be the best that you can be. I encourage you to do yourself some good and participate in self-care at least a couple of times a week. All right, make it a good one. Bye for now.